Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Ladies and gentlemen, quick, quick intro here um, because I have a fun conversation with my uh, boys in Canada. Got Daryl and Tyson, patriotic Canadians, man. I love these types of people standing up for what is right, despite the mass population in your area going against what you're saying. Um, Daryl is from B.C., the province there, Um, and I'm not too familiar with uh, Canada. Canada's uh, geography as much as they are with ours. Um, but yeah, so, so Daryl is in uh, British Columbia and uh, my boy Tyson is in Manitoba as well. Love both of these guys, man. Great, great guys. Uh, extremely nice, just like most Canadians are, but they're fed up with the tyranny from Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party of Canada. But guys, like I said, I want to keep this short. Um, check out the election going down tomorrow. Um, for my American listeners, fellow Americans, uh, you're probably going to be hearing this the same day. Their election is on 9-20, September 20th. Check it out. You can probably stream it. Um, if you listen to the episode, they will tell you where you can stream it. These two great, awesome Canadians talk about their um, concerns they talk about how they got into this position a little bit, and they also talk about, uh, you know, projections of the future and uh, the problems that they have with the Liberal Party. And they also share some really great information on getting out of the mask mandates and and the vaccine mandates, because Canada is pretty strict with that shit right now. But both of these individuals have managed to find by Canadian law you know, without breaking any kind of rules or anything like that, showing you the numbers and the pages of each law that you can uh, print out yourself from the Canadian websites and um, and get this information just in case you have to uh, throw it in a, some libtard's face that, yeah, we don't have to wear masks. We don't have to wear, we don't have to take vaccines. We don't have to do any of this bullshit that you're telling us. And this is being seen around the world right now. Australia is doing the same kind of stuff. Uh, they're starting to get a little more violent with those cuck police officers that they have. And um, I, I mean, it is what it is. We're doing something different here with the Patreon portion. Since this is an election episode, I'm putting the entire episode out for free for everybody, even you freeloaders. You're going to get to hear, um, you know, everything that we talk about. And in just a couple of days when the election wraps up, hopefully it's not a shit show like the United States was. And it dragged out for quite a few months. After the election is finalized, uh, which should be just a couple of days from now, uh, we're going to do a follow up and we're going to talk about what went right, what went wrong um, and the outcome as a whole. What we what we said that was incorrect in this episode and uh, what we got right. 
hopefully we got right more than we got wrong. But, you know, at the same time, we uh, we do predict that Justin Trudeau is going to pull this off, hopefully with a very narrow margin, though. And hopefully, um, you know, the the more conservative parties of Canada will uh, will have a little more say than they have been now. Very interesting times, folks. Uh, so listen to Daryl and Tyson talk about their thoughts. Two great Canadians, uh, really pretty, pretty spread out throughout Canada. It's a great kind of um, sample size, I think, for people that are more free minded like ourselves. And with that being said, the show is brought to you by DangerousWorldStore.com. Check it out. New shirt coming out the day that this episode is dropping. Um, you can um, check this all out. The, the, it, on the website, it probably won't come out until the evening, though, honestly, because I do have a job um, other than this because not enough of you support the Patreon. And that's no, you know, I understand times are tough, but it's like, what's $3? What is $3? And you go to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. And you can subscribe $3. You can support a hardworking person. I, I know him personally. He puts the show together. He makes, uh, you know, he, he tries real hard. And he has a good time doing it. And he likes doing it. So uh, patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast, three, five or $10, depending on what you have, what you're willing to give up monthly uh, for entertainment, for knowledge. Next episode coming out is going to be really cool, guys. Um, talking about, and I know I've been teasing this for a little bit, but it's because it's fucking worth it. I'm doing a lot of research for the Democrat and uh, satanic connection. Lots of stuff. The Clintons, um, you know, the Bidens, the temple of uh, the satanic temple, all kinds of crazy shit uh, with them. So um, patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast, $5 tier. That's going to get you bonus episodes, bonus content. And um, yeah, that $3 tier is what you'll uh, you'll be able to hear all the full versions of each episode. Fun stuff. And um, last but not least, guys, manscaped.com slash dangerous world podcast. Uh, that's not right. I'm buzzed. I'm sorry. Manscaped.com promo code danger for 20% off. That's promo code danger. And you get 20% off free shipping. Um, not only is it going to add inches to your penis, if you're a woman, it may add inches to your, uh, eh, whatever, you know, I don't know, whatever you guys got. I'm not sure what do women have. Uh, it's a fun deal. 20% off free shipping with the promo code danger. And, uh, I'll get into them more in the next episode. We've got a contract. I'm only supposed to mention them three times a month, but you know, I love companies like this that support great podcasts like caller daddy okay uh thank you guys so much for listening enjoyed this show and uh we'll be getting back to you uh you patreon subscribers here in just a couple days with an updated version and you'll be hearing a lot more from me in the coming weeks guys so thank you so much enjoy the show with some great canadian patriots daryl and tyson ladies and gentlemen fuck justin trudeau fuck the liberal party of canada uh, but man, I, I hope that we can fucking do something here, guys. This is going to be very interesting. I've got on two Canadian patriots that I'm very excited to talk with. Uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves real quick, Daryl? Yeah, I'm Daryl Trent from the Vancouver area, working industrial construction and uh, looking to make some changes around here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and uh, what province are you in? I'm in British Columbia, just outside Vancouver. 
BC, and that's a, a pretty liberal area, correct? Yes, and we're very we're just right above, like you know, uh, Washington State and Oregon and California, right up the coast there. So you know, it's the left coast, right? Gonna gonna see what happens, Tyson. What about you, brother? Yeah, I'm uh, Tyson Delight from Manitoba, and uh, yeah, I do maintenance for a school division, actually. <laughs> kind of hard nice. to believe the way I look, eh? <laughs> right, dude. I know it's funny, dude. You know, like it. it uh, but that's the thing, man. Like I've heard the thing about you know, the most conservative uh, people in Canada are kind of like our liberals here in the United States. Like, you know, they're pretty like socially speaking. Right. I mean, like people are pretty chill up there and I find it dude, like something that really bothers me, man, like what's going on in the U S a lot of the older people talk a lot of shit about how Canadians are just letting the country go to China. But it's like, dude, we're not doing much here. All that you guys, you guys are just a little bit ahead of where we're at as far as like the globalism goes. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, dude, like we have the second amendment here and it's supposed to fight off a tyrannical government and I'm not calling any, anyone to action right now at all, but I'm like, when are we going to realize that our government's tyrannical right now? You know what I mean? Like it's already going on. We're not doing shit to do it. You guys have an important election coming up. Um, you know, talk about real quick though, the people that you can actually vote for. Cause Tyson, you specifically were telling me, that the party that you uh, side with the most is not even present in this election. Which one is that? The People's Party of Canada, PPC. Oh yeah, okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, yeah, they they're the ones that make the most sense to me. Like they're backing our pipeline, they back our gun rights. All they're trying to cut down, like just because of the way I look, they're, I'm not trying to be racist or nothing, but they're trying to cut down on all the immigrants, like immigration and refugees that are coming across the border. Cause that probably in my mind has a lot to do with Trudeau kind of going to get back in if he does, because there is a slew of them coming in. Well, yeah, dude, that's not racist at all, man. Cause we're having the same fucking situation go on here in uh in arizona you know i'm i'm right here at the mexican border and it's not that i hate mexicans at all dude i'm fucking 25 mexican myself my grandma is so mexican that i i don't even understand her when she's speaking dude like that's how mexican she is and it's like no man i love mexicans but how disrespectful is it to mexicans that go through the system and do things properly when people are just flooding in and they're not paying taxes they're not jumping through the hoops that you have to do to do it correctly um, it's a slap in the face to taxpaying like white, black, Mexican, whatever. And we're seeing right now there's a lot of Haitians coming across the border. You know what I mean? Supposedly they're going to start shipping them out starting today, uh, today being September 19th. But um, I don't know, man. I, I think that there's just some some crazy shit going on. But so, Daryl, who are the, the people that can potentially win this election other than Trudeau? So right now they got the front runners as the conservative party and the liberal party, which is very much like, you know, the, the liberals would be considered the Democrats in the U S and the conservatives would be your Republican party. But like very much uh, like down in the U S you have, you know, huge swaths of the party, three quarters of them on both sides are, you know, owned by globalist interests. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, it doesn't matter which, uh, which side of the coin you pick, you're still getting the same owner. And there's a few, I uh, same with the other parties There's some of like that there tend to be more on the left side, like at the NDP, which is going to be even almost socialist. And then there's the Greens, which kind of lands somewhere in the middle or more of like an, kind of an environmentalist party or, you know, they kind of got a weird platform. Mm. And then, like I said, the, the odd one out is going to be Maxime Bernier's party, the People's Party of Canada. They're the only party that isn't reading from the script. They're not uh, they're not cheering for vaccine passports. They're not, you know, cheering for masks. 
they've hijacked almost the uh, the conservative party's platform like what the conservative party was you know five years ago uh, they've they've gone so hard left to try to pull some of that uh you know voting from the liberals you know, because of the, the country's gone so left and some of the ideologies and they're just trying to you know fit the biggest demographic they can so they're they're, they're caving to these ideologies interesting so so is Maxime Bernier not even in the question right now? He's not able to get votes? Yeah, this is a them getting, like, you need, there's 300 and something seats. Uh, that, and, like, how it works up here is whichever party elects the most representatives based kind of on a population geographic area, whoever gets a, past a certain threshold can form a majority government. And then their leader becomes prime minister. The party leader does. So, oh. We have a single system. Like, we're down in the States. You have, like, a... a an executive and administrative. So you have like your house and Senate, and then you have the white house. We're yes. up here, like the leader is whichever party gets the most seats. So example, like in the, in the Senate and the house, if the Democrats got the most seats, the president would then become a Democrat. So right now you, it's not just an election for president. It's an election for a party essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the, the whole country votes and like everyone gets different representatives in their, uh, in their, I guess it'd be similar to like uh, the districts down where you guys are. Or, yeah, the states. Yeah, or counties or whatever like that. That's kind of how they do it. And whoever racks up the mo- wins the most seats, that party then forms the majority government and their their person becomes uh, the prime minister. Wow, dude. See, that's something that I don't think many people here understand because like we're right now we're looking at it the same way that we do our presidential elections. So like essentially you're voting for uh, Trudeau or you're voting against Trudeau or whatever, but yeah, that's crazy, dude. So that, that, that already right there makes it more tyrannical. It makes it one-sided when you're, cause we can have, uh, you know, the, the branches that you're talking about, executive, judicial, and, yeah. uh, legislative, um, the judicial, we don't really ever get to vote for them. They get appointed by the executive branch. Um, but the, so essentially you guys are voting in a legislative branch, and whoever is power, is there is there very powerful or very uh you know iconic type legislative uh members up there like you know you like most people don't even know who their representative is sure yeah like they just kind of vote based on party lines right they're not actually looking at the individual whatsoever they just say oh this party appeals to my you know identity or whatever so that's that's how they vote like whether they if they're an environmentalist they're going to vote green if they're uh you know in the socialist thing they're going to go ndp a lot of these you know the old school right wingers from uh that are like in their you know their 60s and 70s kind of thing like the old farmers they're just going to vote conservative that's what they've always done they're not actually looking at what the party platform is or anything there's the u.s does the same thing right people just vote republican or democrat really no matter what the uh what the outcome is that's just what they know yeah yeah rather than a policy thing that's fascinating, man. So, like, I- I'm curious as to what you both think. Um, Tyson, I'll start with you, man. Like, ha- have you guys been interested in politics for a long time? Uh, because, like, uh, me personally, dude, I-, I was not until the Trump administration, and I started seeing how shady shit was. I did not like Obama. I didn't like Bush. I haven't really liked any presidents until Trump gets in. And it's not until he gets out that I'm starting to question, like, was I played for a fucking idiot over here wanting to support somebody that let all this stuff happen. I mean, let's let's be real. All this crazy shit happened under Trump's watch. He's the leader of the free world, not just the United States, right? Um, letting Trudeau just do whatever he wants to without any kind of repercussions for allowing China to partner up with 
their government, training them in, in Arctic uh, warfare type operations. You have this story of the two Michaels. Are you guys familiar with this? The two Michaels that are like prisoners in China. Are they still? They're yeah. still. They were. Uh, go, go ahead. Oh, sorry, Daryl. No, yeah, I was just saying like, yeah, they're still there right now. I think the one, didn't he get sentenced to death? No, I don't think they, they got some like long-term sentence, but yeah, they're basically just political prisoners. They're, they're, they're being accused of spying or something, but they're probably just some sort of, you know, mid-level business person that are an executive for some manufacturer or something that they're saying that they're spying for them and they're just grabbing them as a, as a pawn because we grabbed their, uh, one of their chief executives for Huawei. She's actually yeah. locked up in Vancouver here at a multi-million dollar mansion. Wow, dude. Yeah, Huawei is fucking fascinating. There's a podcast that Fauci was on recently. That's main sponsor is Huawei, which is a Chinese company for anyone that... that... Yeah, like Apple of China. Yeah, fascinating, dude. So, so Tyson, have you been following politics for a while? No, this is really my first year kind of trying to dive into it, really. Like before, I always just thought it's rigged, rigged, like what's the point? But now, like, you have to do something. Like, it's getting out of control. And right right now, in my mind, I don't – the liberals are – I can't stand them. But the conservatives, they're not – they're okay, but they're still mandating – they're going to – whoever gets in is going to mandate a vaccine passport. Like, we're – and, like, for me, (laughs) I'm screwed then. I won't be able to hop on a train, a plane – Nothing like that. I won't be able to come down to the States. So I'm hoping, well, I'm hoping my vote helps a bit, but we'll see from here. And you did vote. Well, it's tomorrow. Okay. So you are going to go vote. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, that's what I'm saying, man. I, I think that it's important at least to go out there. And, you know, I'm talking out of line here because I don't live in your country. I have no idea really how this is, but I think it is very important to at least raise a little bit of hell. You know what I mean? Like try, try to fucking stand up for, for what you believe in. I, you know, I just saw a video today and I just posted on Instagram, you know, Australians are starting to get fed up with their lockdowns and believe it or not, from what I understand, they seem to be even more tyrannical than your government is in Canada right now. So I find it, you know, and and it does make sense. You know, there's, I, I believe the population of Australia is less than Canada. I know that the landmass is way yeah, smaller. And they're like less than 10 million, I think. They're like maybe like 10, 12 million. Sure. And you guys are what, 30 million? 40 yeah. Million? I, they're almost sitting at 40 now. 40. Like, okay. Something. Yeah. With all the illegal immigration, that's probably yeah, what it's yeah, at right now, right? We're under the 40 million mark. But yeah, the, the, the governments of Canada, Australia, New Zealand, uh, Britain, and even to an extent like India, like all the former british colonies all have like the, you know the exact same style of government so it works the exact same way and like up here like when you cast because we've got so many parties because there's five parties you can have a, like the liberals got in and they became the uh you know the, the, the leading party with only 30 percent of the vote because there's so many parties so it's whoever gets the most votes they said they get those seats and then they can form governments but for example if you got a, a city of say ten thousand. You know, the liberals can only get like two or three thousand, but they're still ahead of everybody else. So they would get that seat. So when you add it all up, like only really 20, 30 percent of the country voted for them, but they're in power. Dude, that's how some of the most corrupt leaders get in. That's how Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, got in. She beat and dude, she looks like a Batman villain that Tim Dillon was talking about how fucked up she looks. I'm sure you guys have seen her face, dude. A lot of people call her Beetlejuice, but she looks like the (laughs) penguin. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she wears ill-fitting suits. 
like there's a there's a picture going around of her where she like her pant legs are underneath her shoe heels. You know what I mean? It's like, bitch, you're a, you're a mayor of a major city. You can afford a freaking suit that fits you. But I it, just to me, dude, I don't see how we get in these positions. Do you guys entertain the idea that Trudeau is Fidel Castro's son? One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, you know, certainly there. I looked at the timelines line up. I said, it's one of those things that, like, it doesn't really affect the situation at all. Like, it's just one of those things trying to tie, like, his actions to, like, a, a foreign dictator's actions. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just well, kind yeah. of like guilty by association kind of thing. Well, yeah. And Tyson, Daryl and I were talking just a little bit before you got on, dude. Like, Trudeau would have a vested interest in trying to take down capitalism and try and take down democracy because of what they did to his father. If this is the case, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it's his daddy, though. Like, <laughs> maybe he didn't know until the internet told him. <laughs> right, right, dude. I, I just find it crazy, man. So, um, I, I'm interested to see what you got here, Tyson. I know that you are you were kind of uh, collecting some notes and stuff like that. Um, what what's concerning to you about the way that our U.S. elections turned out? Um, clearly there's a big push for whatever reason, the liberal agenda is at play here. This is the one that they want to follow. Um, a lot of liberals tend to be more globalist, a lot of, uh, conservatives at the political level, at the high levels like that, for some reason, they pretend that they are not doing the same shit, but they're two wings of the same bird. You know what I mean? It's a very relatable thing here in the U S you know, we have like the right wing and the left wing of the Eagle and without one wing, that bird's not going to fly. So I'm curious um, for sure uh, what, you, what you both have to say here. But Tyson, what, what did you want to uh, kind of get into here, dude? Well, I was just doing some little digging. And I, I hopefully you guys find this interesting. But uh, like Trudeau came out and he gave uh, the media companies $600 million bailout within the next five years, right? So, wow. so they're just going to say whatever he wants because they're getting their big bailout from what I've kind of put together. What are your main news stations up there? CTV. CTV. CBC. Okay. Global. Global. Are you talking about global times? No, it's called global. Oh, my can West. Okay. There's three, there's basically three companies up here, four that, that dominate the entire, I think it's three, they dominate the entire media industry. It's sure, like, that's um, how it is here. Yeah, that's like Bell, which owns like CTV, um, Global, which is owned by uh, CanWest, and then like CBC is a public broadcaster, which is who you know, Trudeau is basically using, like he's saying, just, they're taking out tax dollars and they are, you know, buying ad space with the public broadcaster to portray them more favorably. Interesting, dude. Because yeah, it, like Tyson's saying here, if 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 fucking Trudeau's gonna give a bunch of money to bail out these news organizations, why would they not want him to win? You know what I mean? They're just gonna do the same shit that like Fox News was doing here in the U.S., where before the elections even really called, they're gonna say, "Hey, this dude, this dude's winning." You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so keep going with what you're saying, Tyson. Sorry, I just wanted to cut in there and see like wh- who he's giving money to. Yeah. So anyways, I was looking at all these polling, uh, like polls they have on their websites, right? And one little weird thing I kind of found was CTV uses a Nanos research company. 
Not yet. And, and they're the premier research and strat- strategy organization in Canada, I guess. They were formed in 1987 and has helped corporations, governments, government agencies, and uh, advocacy. Advocacy. I can't even say that. Advocacy. Yeah. Negotiate, <laughs> un- understand, chart, and shape the public mood. So they help shape the public mood. So that Nick Nanos, he, his research focuses on the application of supervised and unsupervised machine learning algorithms and the integration of large-scale behavioral and sentimental data sets. Interesting. So is he? he's essentially kind of promoting AI here, it sounds like. Yeah. Fascinating. Well, dude, see, that's the thing, man. Like, are do you guys – you guys have Dominion up there, right? I mean, I think that they're based in fucking Canada. I've never seen a digital voting machine in, like, all my years. It's always been paper, ballots, and pencils. You just, you know, scribble the, the box next to the name you like, and you sure. put it – in the in the box and it gets counted like i've never seen a digital system but for the first time they've brought in uh the vote by mail up here and like the way the uh, the media is kind of portraying it like you, i've already seen articles come across the homepage on my desktop that you know oh uh you know so many canadians are voting by mail and like nobody wants to go to the polls like they're already kind of setting up the preconditioning for yeah. uh, for the for the, the vote by mail and they're saying how like some seats might not be decided because there's so many uh, mail-in votes that might not have been counted. Yeah, like, yeah. Shit they've done in the states. So my guess is like, and like I said, because like the the way the voting is, because there's so many parties, and it's the first one past the post, they call it. So like the first person basically to get the, the pass a certain amount of votes, they'll call the government for. It. So what they're going to do is they're going to hold back that first past the post thing, so they can then inflate the numbers with their uh, the mail-in votes. Dude, right now, uh, is there? Do they televise the elections live like they do here in the United States? Exact same thing where they got the you know the twenty four hour commentary going and you know given all the percentages of where everything's at, literally the football game. <laughs> and what time does that start? Because I want every one of my listeners and I want everyone to spread the word that we all need to watch this and we need to look for abnormalities or like just anomalies in this yeah, whole thing. No doubt. They had more more eyes they got on it that are like you know absorbing that information recording screen recording you can start to find where those you know the tallies start changing mid yeah, yeah. mid broadcast and shit like that. But my guess is they're going to be considering Obama's already come out and Hillary Clinton back in Trudeau. My guess is they probably of got course. a quick fix already in the books. So what time does it start? It starts first thing in the morning. So like the, whatever like you know I think the polls open in the, in the Maritimes at like you know eight in the morning or something. Eight so PST or. Yeah, that's like Eastern Standard Time. So they're like three hours. Like there's a three-hour difference between the, uh, the East and the West Coast. So but once the polls close in, in uh, Ontario and Quebec, like a lot of the times they'll call the government by the time it gets to Manitoba. Like they, they know like there's enough of a projection there where they can, once Ontario and Quebec's voted, they can pretty much decide the election. They'll call it then. Yeah. Like really? Seats are like three, you know, two-thirds of the seats are in those two provinces alone. Yeah. And those are liberal areas because they're so packed in. I mean, so like your conservative, your your conservative provinces, there are, I know Calgary is is one. Yeah, that's um, Alberta. Yeah, that's where the Grimerica guys are from. Dude, I almost got a gram on here, but he was busy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to them. They're pretty good. Yeah, dude, I love both those guys. I know Darren's always kind of uh, doing his own thing when he's not recording. But yeah, Graham, I was in contact with him and I was like, dude, you should come on. But he's like traveling around and shit right now. But um i don't know man i think i think that china 
has really done a lot more than even we realize. And it's, it's tough to know exactly where our future is, dude. You know, I think that like, so what do you think is going to happen? Obviously both of you guys are, are kind of leaning towards the idea that yes, Trudeau is going to end up taking this. Um, if that's the case, I, by the way, that doesn't mean that I, I would rec- I discourage any Canadian to go out and vote. I think that um, the more the more people go out and vote against him, the harder it's going to look. Because here in the U.S., Biden won, right? But it was so clear. Anyone with a half a fucking brain can understand that that's not what happened because of how many people actually would have had to have voted. But Joe <laughs> Biden's not the most fucking Joe Biden is not the most pres- uh, popular president of all time. That's no. just that's not true. Um, they definitely overdid it down there, but like when it comes to up here, like they'll be. It, there's so many variables compared to down in the states. Like they can find easier ways to slide it through, and people are going to question it less. Like we're down in the south, you only have two options. So like you know, and the fact that he got so many above what they would expect, it, it, it seems obvious. Whereas up here, they can bury their cheat so well because it's so there's so many variables. It'll be and people won't question it. Like oh, yeah, I guess he won again. Like there, there'll be less of a less of a revolt to it. Those people just accept it. Yeah. Um, the, the only reason that I think it's important and, and why I, I do question it is because I have this like overwhelming kind of sense that things are kind of changing. I think that, that the tide's turning. Um, maybe, maybe not right now, uh, Trudeau will get out, but do they do four year terms as well? Yeah, this was actually been two. We had our last election was two years ago, and they they called the snap election early. They gave them like thirty days. They just dissolved parliament. Like, yeah, you guys got to go campaign. We're voting again. But like, it come back to kick him in the ass because they said when this thing started, they were everyone was pushing for the liberals, but like Justice fucked up so bad, and so was O'Toole. Like, uh, Maxine Bernier's party, the PPC, like those guys are filling like small stadiums, like entire parks, man. Like, you look at no other party is actually getting a crowd to show up. Like everyone just like, I'm sure people are going to vote based on party lines as usual. Like they already sure. know this does that, but and like the PVC has bled the conservatives big time and liberals. I think there's like going to be a lot of people that are jumping on just because they're the only ones not uh, chiming the, you know, the, the script. Fuck dude. So I, I'll start with Tyson here. I want to hear from both of you guys other than the COVID shit. What is Trudeau fucking up? What is Trudeau doing wrong in the eyes of, of, you know, intelligent and i i would say more free-minded canadians what is he doing wrong tyson (laughs) so many things yeah (laughs) like i I just personally i don't like him (laughs) like he's just he's weak yeah he like pander i don't what about the blackface how's the blackface make you guys feel huh He's done like several blackface time. The fucking that was from back in the eighties and nineties and shit. Though before everyone was so sensitive to it, I don't really try to stand on that thing because it's just sure, such sure. a weak thing to undermine them with. You know what I mean? Sure, well, but I mean they they would do, dude. You know that they would do it if Maxime Bernier was fucking caught in blackface in the. I don't oh, yeah, care if it was the thirties. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, that's the thing is they're using that that that, that shitty character tactic to to undermine the, their their standing. Rather, you should be more sure. on policy. I think when you're using the, the racism card as a as a talking about just such a low vibe, right? You know, things. Well, so so in your opinion, then Daryl, what's he doing wrong other than other than the? Because uh, I know that people like both of you guys, people that are like Canadian patriots, you guys have been against him for a while, right? 
Um, so in your opinion, what's he doing wrong other than the COVID tyranny? I'd say the biggest thing for me is going to be the, the, is the, the monetary policies where they're, they're burning up so much money on, uh, on government. Like that we've increased our debt by over like a trillion dollars since COVID started. So that's We're right there too. Central banking debt, right? So that's just, that's the biggest concern because that's just something that like reverberates and that's how they're going to you know take the country essentially is by putting the entire thing into so much debt that you know, it has a grease scenario. And then the, the second issue I'd say would be with their, you know, the, the chirping of the environmental policies and the global warming because that that's designed to uh, undermine our resource sector. So like they're 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 trying to hollow out the country essentially. They're you know they get rid of all the good paying jobs and all the all of the, the high paying businesses in the resource sector, and then I mean, they're doing the same thing in the states, right? It's it's hollow out the industry, bring in foreigners and that'll take this, the low paying jobs away from those already live there, and the citizens essentially become you know, broke with nothing, right? One hundred percent. And are you guys familiar with the idea of the bail in that your uh, deputy prime minister was floating uh, just to go? What's her name? Oh, Christine Friedland. Christine Friedland. Designer or some shit, and then suddenly she became like a, a MP, and then now she became the, the the finance minister. And I don't that think sounds she like basic math. That sounds like fucking Meghan Markle being an actress on a shitty show, and then she's a goddamn royal at this point. You know what I mean? It's like, what the hell are we talking about? Like, how did that end up there? I don't know. And and that's the thing. Like, I don't, I, I'm sure that you guys are familiar with the idea of the bail-in. They wanted to tap into your savings accounts. And instead of bailing out the Canadian people, they want to bail you guys in. They want to take your savings and they want to give your savings to the government so that they're not printing more money. And and I know uh, I actually talked about this with Graham and Darren last time him uh, last time we, we chatted. Um, most Canadians don't have a ton of money in their savings accounts, just like the United States citizens here. Check yeah, the paycheck, man. Even Ex- guys making like you know, six grand a month, like they're they're living such a lifestyle. It's uh you know, they're, they're just burning up all their cash with overhead and they're living paycheck to paycheck. Tons of guys I know that worked in like the oil sands and shit. They were bringing like 10 grand a month in, but they go out and buy a, you know, a new house, new truck, quad, mo- a motorcycle. And they're like, you know, in payments up past their ass and yeah. everything falls apart. And like they, they can't maintain. They crush out a lot of people that way. Well, dude, I'm glad that you said that, honestly, because I think that the people, whether it's Canadians or whether it's United States, we need to take a little bit of responsibility for how much money we spend and how much we get in over our heads. Right. I mean, like, just like you say, you know, picking up something with a payment. I, I bought a truck five years ago. I'm, I'm in the last year of paying it off. I should have just bought a car outright instead of fucking paying. You know, I'm not making six figures a year. I, I'm, I'm pretty much living paycheck to paycheck, even with the show and the show's making, excuse me, the show's making a decent amount of money, not anything to where I can barely pay my mortgage with with the money coming in from the show i can't pay for other expenses i have to have a full-time day job yeah um but i'm before i even had the show making a little bit of supplementary income i'm i'm going out i'm buying a house i bought a a little house you know a cheap mortgage but i also have a truck i love eating steak i love my crab (laughs) legs i love my lobster you know what i mean like i'm i'm going out and i'm doing shit that i shouldn't be doing I'm sure that that's some social programming and shit like that. Um, but in a first world country, I don't think that the that the citizens should should be living paycheck to paycheck, dude. It doesn't matter if we like to kind of go out and kind of you know treat ourselves every once in a while. But I, I find it very interesting, dude. I think that we live pretty much the fucking same. You know, the middle class here in the U.S. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, you wouldn't know the difference. Like as an American coming up here, like your day to day life, everything would be pretty much the same. Well, you guys, I think you guys are nicer, honestly. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it is what it is. You're not going to walk down the street and like fucking get in a fight with a random stranger. I don't think. Now, I've never been there. I'd love to go there. Some of the big cities you definitely could are up up in the northern towns. If you're an outsider, some of the the hillbillies up there might come here to pick one with you for something to do. But other than that, like you can get that anywhere. Really? (laughs) Interesting. So (laughs) is Manitoba considered more of a more of a conservative counter or is that like a libertarian or what is that i think probably a little more conservative eh? i would think so yeah but you're seeing more of the people's party of canada signs everywhere i like around my area i've seen a lot of signs in front alberta is going to be loaded with them i think is like that's, that's the middle canada right it's the same thing you get there's kind of those forgotten states in the center of the country like everyone looks at quebec and ontario or bc because that's yeah. where the whole seats are yeah Exactly. So Manitoba is more like uh, like your uh, Montana, your Idaho, like those middle country. They're right above the Dakotas. Mm. Very interesting, dude. See, I, I just have such a problem with the idea. There's got to be some more efficient way to run fucking elections, man. I'm not saying that it would be the popular vote, but if they're able to count the popular vote, you know, I don't understand why the popular vote couldn't work out because, you know, if you're saying that essentially, let's say like Vancouver is California, yeah. uh, BC is New York, or maybe vice versa, whatever, you know what I'm saying? You have yeah. these two areas that have the lion's share of your points. Um, what's not to say that the that the vote there isn't more 50-50 instead of being like, yeah, like in, in our case in, in the US, California getting 55 or whatever the fuck, however many they have points it should be 25 25 i've said for so long california should be split into three different states if if california was a fucking country it would be like the seventh or eighth eighth largest gdp coming out of that out of that state it is a multiple trillion dollar economy just in the u.s or maybe i don't know exactly how much I'm, i'm just throwing numbers at the wall but it sounds right um and then you got the same same situation in new york you've got a multi trillion dollar uh economy so and and for some reason, liberals like to live on top of each other like rats in a fucking nest. You know what I mean? And and people that think kind of more like we do, we enjoy our space. We enjoy our freedom. Um, I don't know if you guys are into like shooting guns. You can't shoot guns in a city. You know, <laughs> it's just, it, it, dude, it, there's something very, very fucking wrong with the system. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know where you guys want to go from here. I'm just very curious as to, uh, you know, what you think is going to go down, why you think it's going to go down, uh, if there's any hope for Canada specifically. I know that the United States tends to lead charges and things like this. Yeah. We need strong leadership, which we do not have right now. And and that was one thing that I wanted to bring up was um, with the idea of, of China buddying up so close with Trudeau. I know it was a lot of it was about resources. They have a ton of land, obviously, uh, you know, anytime, any, anytime you have someone like Xi Jinping, that's very, you know, excited about trying to conquer the world or trying to gain more land, gain more power, gain more resources. Canada, I think is the second largest country by landmass yep. behind Russia. Yep. So why not take over a, a, a massive area like that? Even though about half your country is, it's pretty close to to unlivable in a comfortable sense, right? I mean, the, the northern part is very uncomfortable. Yeah, 90% of the population lives within 100 miles of the U.S. border. 
<laughs> Shit. 90, <laughs> wow, dude. That's he, crazy to think North about. starts getting real fucking cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gets bad enough here in Manitoba. We hit like yeah, minus 40 or some. Minus 40 degrees? Uh, are we talking Celsius or Fahrenheit? It's the same when, when you get that cold. Yeah, it, true. <laughs> minus 40 Fahrenheit, minus 40 Celsius are the exact same temperature. And then it like kind of divvies out after you go below that. But that's like the, the, the par. And Fuck, I'm not dude. like, I'm almost by the border. So, like, I couldn't imagine being up by, like, the paw or something like that or even higher. Yeah, and then That's it's going to come up there. Like, once you get past, like, the, into the tours of territories, like, the northern half of BC, the, when, uh, in the wintertime, they, they don't get sun. Like, the sun doesn't come up. You're, like, level with Alaska where, like, the, you know, you get 24 hours of, of darkness for a month. Yeah. Dude. That's I mean, it doesn't set. You go up, you go up to, like, a... Once you get past Prince George, it's like halfway up the province, like up into the uh, the northern reaches area. Yeah, the, the sun barely goes down. And once you're in the Yukon territory, it's up to 24 hours. Well, yeah, and it's kind of weird to think about the, those kinds of situations because, like, you know, obviously no one lives in Antarctica. And I know, I know, Tyson, you're a big flat earth dude. Um, <laughs> it, feeds in, it feeds into that idea. It's like, dude, if Canada is a fucking country with a lot of people in it, you know, 40 million or so, um, why doesn't anyone live in Antarctica? You know, it's it's similar, in, in my opinion, at least at those higher up points. And I don't know how many people, like you said, I know, Daryl, you're saying that 90% of people live within 100 miles of the U.S. border. That's yep. mind-blowing to me, um, just because it's like, why isn't that just the U.S.? You know what I mean? Like, why why isn't, you know what I mean? It's just... And when they do it up, they basically just, they picked a latitude on a map, like, and they just said, yeah, we're going to, that's why the border's like straight across, like whatever the, sure. the, the longitude was, you know, the the British and the Americans, like, yeah, well, we'll split it here. And the only part they, they were, because back then, like, when they founded the countries, like, they were, it was so untouched in the West. Like, you couldn't even get out there. There was no railroads or nothing, right? And then once they started building the railroads, like, that's what kind of connected Canada was. They had to build a railroad all the way out, and it, and it runs right along the border. Well, and I, I think that China owns one of your major rail, railroad systems, correct? And Bill Gates now too, yeah. <laughs> oh, Bill Gates. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not China. It's Bill Gates. You guys are right. Yeah, no. And that that's gonna that's gonna have an effect on the food supply. Um, there's something going on there, dude. There's something major going on with Canada. It's just hard for me to really fully understand exactly what it is. Um, I'm glad that we're at least talking about it. And like I said, I think that it's important for every fucking one to watch this thing live. I mean, grab some beers, grab something to drink, and just watch it um and and record shit that that is weird do you guys know where you could watch it is it just going to be on youtube just like our election stream it off the uh any of the the main you know ctv global or uh, cbc ctv global or cbc okay shit like that even the privatized ones be the same rebel news would probably be your uh your best stop because they seem to be the most unbiased and uh they're the only news or you know outfit in canada that's allowed access to election shit that isn't uh isn't if they're let in. Yeah. Cause they, they went, they had to go to the Supreme court to get access to uh cause they're like a certified journalist or whatever, but yeah. Yeah. You know, has been stepping on left, right and center. They're getting banned from, uh from, you know, entering any of the, the conferences and they just put them for that. eh? to get let in. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had to go to the Supreme court and the Supreme court overturned their ban and they're allowed their, the reporters in now to do like the, to be the debates or whatever they were fighting for. The debates were a joke. I never even watched them. They're uh, like I said, it's, they're all sitting up there reading from the same script, pretending to point fingers at each other. 
<laughs> well, yeah, and it's funny that they'll throw you bones every once in a while. Like, yeah, Rebel News is kicked out, but Chinese-ran media is is it goes unchecked in Canada, just like it does here. Um, when when you mention global, um, what is it called again? Global what? It's called global, and then it's just like a it's owned by Canwest, I'm pretty sure, which is like under Shaw. Because there's a three companies that own all the media in Canada. So like all the newspapers, all yeah. the stations, everything, right? Like it's and they're and they're all under a you know very tight thumb. Same exact deal here, dude. Um, you know, you've got just a couple people that that run all the news. What's that? Like it's a global tactic they do in every country. Yeah, it's a Rockefeller uh, theme. You know, like the the Rockefellers own media, they own education, they own science, they own just about everything other than finance, which the Rothschilds own. And that's just not here in the U.S. That's everywhere in the world. And uh, but there's a there's a very interesting website that you guys could both probably have a lot of uh, fun, kind of like going down the rabbit hole of. It's Global Times. Uh, I believe it's GlobalTimes.cn, and it's literally the CCP or the PLA, whoever you want to, whatever you want to call them. Um, it's their mouthpiece. It's it's Chinese communist mouthpiece. Yeah. And they will sit there and they will talk about how, yes, we are going to invade Taiwan. Um, we're going to do all this shit. But I mean, I, I want to get both your opinions on this. Do you think that China is as strong as they're acting? Or do you think that they're following the art of war, the Sun Tzu shit where they're acting? They're appearing strong when they're weak. I truly believe that they are weak as fuck right now. I think that they're their economy is fucked. I think that there's six major That's ports there and, and four of them are closed down because of COVID. But yeah, go ahead, Daryl. No, I'd say like, they, they're, uh, I've always said like the owners of the CP, CCP are the same people that own the Democratic Party. They're the same groups that own the liberals. It's that, you know, the international banking cartel has all these people under their thumb. Davos. Yeah. Like I said, what, what they're doing right now is like I said, they've, you know, they, 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 they bled, uh, you know, the British Empire, and they moved their wealth into America after they hijacked it after the Civil War. And they're in the process of doing that again. They've created a new system in China. They're in the process now of basically bleeding and hollowing out everything they can out of North America and moving it to their new, you know, safety deposit box that is China. And I said, now that America is kind of growing privy to it, and like that they're without, you know, said so China is a manufacturing hub for the world. So if all these countries stop buying shit from China, like their, their whole economy implodes. I said their, their their growth has been because they've been able to you know steal so much uh, information and you know bring it into the into their fold over there. Like they've been able to basically you know cut copy paste uh, all of U.S.'s advancements that took a century and a half and just start start right there. Very interesting. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this yet. Um, the idea that uh, the mineral resources that they're going to get there um, that they wanted from from China. They, you know, the whole debacle, like the the fucked up way that Biden left Afghanistan. There's a ton of resources there too, yeah. um, arguably more, and they're easily accessible compared to the ones in Canada. You need special equipment to get that shit out of Canada um, because of the temperatures. Um, did I mention this yet? Did I mention the idea that maybe they're abandoning their plans in Canada and the U.S. because of the Afghanistan uh, pullout? Yeah, I think so much is this theater though. Like a lot of the stuff you see coming out of Afghanistan, it's like the they're they're putting ideas in people's heads that people have very little proof that it even happened. But because there's been a news story about it and everybody grabs it and runs with it, it's like that Mockingbird Media thing, right? Where like sure. for example, like that drone strike, the kids like you can so easily just make shit like that up. 
and then it, that becomes the big hot button topic and everyone's arguing about the, whether you know, the U.S. government uh, took out a family or not. And so, it, it, so it's all handed to us by the media. Well, the Biden administration just came out and apologized and took 100 uh, percent responsibility for it. So, yeah, you could be very right there. But my point is that I, I'm wondering if there was a legitimate power grab for the Canadian resources and Trudeau was was doing that with Trump in power, uh, buddying up with China so that he could enhance his own pockets. Right. Mm-hmm. But then Biden gets in hands over Afghanistan in the, in the one to three trillion dollars of resources and lithium alone, not just not everything else, but lithium by itself, um, which is very valuable, obviously going to go in car batteries for electronic vehicles and so on. Um, I wonder if they are abandoning their plans, dude. I wonder if China is backing off from the United States and Canada because they have full reins over Afghanistan and they, they're not doing it publicly yet. But you know, both of you know that that F, F, or China runs Afghanistan now, right now. You know what I mean. So it is what it is, dude. I, I'm curious what you guys will think about that. Yeah, well, go ahead, go ahead, Dyson. Oh, it's just I agree 100. percent China's in there with Afghanistan, like 100. percent They're in there for all the minerals and lithium and all that stuff. But they they're pretty deep into Canada too, because. Uh, I was doing some researching because my dad's buddies went fishing up north and uh, up at the Paw at Reed Lake. Uh, they just leased out one of our provincial parks up there. Well, I just did some digging. They've leased multiple provincial parks in Canada out to private companies. And in two, this or last year, they passed a bill allowing privatization of provincial park services. So now when you go to these parks, you have to buy a park pass to get in. You get in, you get charged again to uh, whatever fee to be in there. So camping went from 11 to 23 bucks a night up to 50 bucks a night just to camp there. And there's private companies owning it. Yeah. Are they Chinese owned? The one up at Pass Reed Lake, yes. So that if, if they're Chinese owned, that's Chinese Communist Party, because any of these businesses that grow to a certain extent and they don't play ball with the CCP, the leaders get whacked. I mean, what's have you guys heard about Jack, Jack Ma? Where the fuck is he? The, the founder of Alibaba, the, the Chinese Amazon. Where the fuck is that? dude? <laughs> they, the one of the executives of Alibaba was saying that uh, he he's he's taking personal time and he's looking He's, he's trying to spend more time on hobbies. And I heard on another podcast that they're like, yeah, it's like, yeah, the hobbies are breaking big rocks into little rocks for 13 hours a day. You know what I mean? He's he's in a fucking prison or he's dead. And, you know, he's taking dirt naps. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the spotlight for sure, dude. And that's just the thing, man. So anytime you hear we have actually in my home state of Arizona, we have um a big runway and a big area uh, that was bought by an, an anonymous Chinese businessman. Um, there's no such thing as anonymous Chinese businessmen in China. The, this is literally, I mean, I'd be interested to see what the guy's name is, but he's, he's absolutely 100% affiliated with the CCP. Um, so I think that all of the election shit has 100% to do with the Chinese Communist Party. But we can, and, and I think that if, I think even liberals that knew this, whether it be in Canada or the United States, I think if they knew that 100%, 
I think they would actually rise up and they would they would make sure that that shit couldn't happen. But unfortunately, because of the mind control and the way that people, like you said, Mockingbird, all of these really elaborate operations, most people just can't really understand that. It's ignorance. Well, for sure, it's ignorance. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. Lack of knowledge. Like you said, it's there is something so fucking deep. There are 10 or 20 steps ahead of anyone. Think about the idea of the conspiracy theory that was created after fucking JFK was shot. And did you see the, the I posted this on Instagram. Did you guys both happen to see the commercial, the very first commercial that was aired after JFK was shot of the pendulum swinging back and forth like it's hypnotizing you? Nope. I, I missed that one. Dude, check it out. It's a coffee commercial. It's for Nescafe, one of the biggest, like, you know, instant coffee companies um, from Nestle. And yeah. uh, it's on my Instagram. Check it out. It's fascinating because, because it's right in your face. It's this is hypnosis. You know, what you're hearing right now isn't true, but you're going to believe it. It's subconscious. It interrupted a, a soap opera back in the day, back in the 60s, 63. And, um, yeah, dude, just blatant in your face. Once you once you recognize the symbolism and you can sit there and you can be like, OK, why is this narrative being pushed? You know, there's high up CIA individuals that will acknowledge that George H.W. Bush killed JFK. Right. Um, but we hear it's Lee Harvey Oswald. And, and that's just the story. And you're a conspiracy theorist and you're crazy if you don't believe that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. And it's the same same type of mentality that gets a lot of Canadians and a lot of United States voters to to not believe that an election can be stolen in a great country like the U.S. or Canada. Right. This isn't a banana republic. This isn't Venezuela. This is Canada. This is the United States. That shit doesn't happen here. Look at look at how pretty Justin Trudeau is. Look at how uh, how friendly Biden is, even though he sniffs kids and all kinds of weird shit, you know people don't see that being able to happen here. So it's just, it, it blows my mind. Well, they want you, right? Keep tuning into your regularly, regularly scheduled programming on the tell live vision, right? Yeah. Television, dude. Tell a vision, tell you what to see. Yeah. It's so nuts. it's all, it's all massive gnosis right now. I don't watch TV anymore. Yeah, I, I don't turn the TV on at all. Really. Just, it's nothing but propaganda. You can't turn on a radio station, open a paper like it's just everywhere. And people, a lot of people that you know aren't aware of it, they just kind of go along with their life. Like I was talking to my buddy's parents, like you know, the, the, the boomer generation, they've relied on television and newspaper for so long. They like they'll refuse to admit it's ever lying to them because it will undermine everything they know. Like admitting that it's lying to them now means they have to admit it was lying to them years ago. And exactly. <laughs> They just don't want to have to you know, deal with it again. So they would rather commit to the lie than like, you know, go for an unfamiliar truth. Dude, well, that's was, the, go ahead, Tyson. Well, I was just going to say, like, I was talking to an older couple the other day and they were talking about all their shots and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, what about ivermectin? They're like, instantly. What was their answer? Oh, the Horse. horseman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, well, if you guys would look like, it's a World Health Organization essential medicine because it has so little side effects and works on so much stuff. And it won a Nobel Prize in 2015, right? Yep. So, like, and then his face kind of dropped and he's like, oh, and I'm like, well, what about hydroxychloroquine? Oh, they've been around for decades. 
Yeah, that was the stuff that Trump's been promoting, and he's an idiot. And, and yeah, dude, that's bleach. Yeah, well, yeah. and that's the thing. Ivermectin, uh, the, yeah, they won a Nobel Prize either in 2005 or 2015. I, I'm so bad with dates. I think it was 2015. Um, same thing with Kerry Mullis, dude. I mean, he won a Nobel Prize for the, the technology with the PCR, but then he gets killed. And then you have Dr. Robert Malone uh, developing the technology for um, uh, RNA vaccines. Yeah, and, and he's against this vaccine. But, but didn't the- made the PCR test say it what uh, weren't they saying it wasn't meant for this kind of test 100% it's not meant for it it's a qualitative easing not qua- or, I'm sorry qualitative uh verification not quantitative meaning if you are sick with something it will tell you yes it will flag it so you could be sick with uh you could have high blood pressure and it's going to say that you have covid you could have diabetes it's going to say you have covid you can it- uh sorry Ryan no, no, no. Well, I was just it, saying, go for it. It isn't like, don't, if they ramp up those number, what, whatever particle numbers. The cycle. Are, yeah. Yeah. If they ramp them up, you're going to have it no matter what, because yeah. you're going to find some trace amount in you. So yep. that's why out saying they had to turn it down. Yeah. It was the, the cycles when Trump was president were in the seventies. And then as soon as Biden got in, they, they bumped it down to seven or I'm sorry, bumped down to 30. So um, that's why, you know, CNN got rid of the death ticker. Like it's the fucking stock market. Yeah. Um, you know, it's ridiculous. And then, yeah. And, and it's crazy, man. And, and, but that's the thing. People don't want to acknowledge that the TV that they've been watching was a lie. Like, like Daryl said, but it, 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 because they would have to admit that a lot of their life was a lie. A lot of the opinions that they held so close yes. were a lie. And that's such a fucking boomer mentality, dude. You know, a lot of us people, our age talk shit about the boomers. Like, you know, I'm assuming you both are millennials like myself. Yeah. Um, the, the boomers, dude, I love my boomer parents. My, my, my dad's actually pretty fucking on point with all this stuff. He, he acknowledges the idea like, yeah, we've been lied to a lot. My mom is very apathetic to the whole thing. She just doesn't care. She's like, just don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with my family. Let me enjoy my life. And it is what it is. I'm going to be dead someday either way. So let me enjoy my fucking life. Yeah. They're very but, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, but you know, that is a boomer thing. It's like, what about your daughter that's 17 years old right now what about me you know i'm 30 i can i can fight and i can shoot and shit but you know my sister bless her heart she's uh, an innocent little kid and and i'm always going to see her that way and then what about you know generation z which i'm not even going to get into how terrifying it is that it's called generation z what the fuck comes after z um you know these kids are fucked dude these kids are fucked and this is why i don't have kids do you guys have kids? I'm sure that you guys can protect them. Okay, good. Then we're all on point here. I mean, Tyson, do you have kids? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> See, that's the thing, dude. It's terrifying to bring a child into the world right now because of what's going on. These kids are all going to be robots, dude. And and I feel like they're going to be boomers reincarnated because, I mean, the education system, the, the Rockefeller and the Chinese, pro, the pro-Chinese education system, they're not going to have an original thought in their fucking heads, man. And I, man. I, I meant go ahead tyson i see it every day working in the schools man <laughs> if you're not vaccinated oh, yeah. you're the devil <laughs> it's Fuck, dude. like my job was trying to force us to get vaccine the shots right and then if not you had to go out and get tested three times a week well for me that's an hour travel one way to get tested so i brought them the bill s uh 201 
and it prevents genetic d- discrimination. Oh, shit. So I brought them the, it's right here, this paperwork right here. And I brought it to my boss. I'm like, well, I'm not getting tested because you guys are violating the law right now. Read it over. Guess who's not getting tested? <laughs> well, did you have to pay for it too out of your own pocket to get testing? I don't think I, I never looked into it that far because I wasn't worried about it because I had that on my side. <laughs> dude, you, you ought to be a fucking lawyer, dude. What are you doing over at the school? You need to be imagine. Imagine this dude is a lawyer just fucking rolling in with like a fucking button up shirt and shit and like just being like my client's fucking innocent. But no, I, I, I don't know, man. I think that people are starting to see this more and more. I think that honestly, I really do. I'm not just trying to promote the idea of hopium. I hate the idea of like fear porn, but yeah. um, I think that we can be realistic in the middle. I, I, I truly do believe in my gut, dude, that things are changing. Maybe not with this election. Maybe Trudeau will win. I think that it's a 99% chance that he will win, but I do think that it, the same thing they did before. You're going to have them be propped up by the NDP. You're going to have a coalition government. They call it where I just like one party did not get enough seats to actually form a majority government. So they got to partner with another party in order to pass legislation. So what's going to happen, my guess is, is if you're going to, people are trying to like, the last time was a really close tie between the conservatives and liberals. And like they would, the liberals got a minority and the NDP under Jagmeet Singh, or, or I can't remember what it was before. Yeah, I think it was Jagmeet. They offered to, to back him up. So that's how they were able to form government. But Unless I'm hoping for like a, you know, possibly a conservative minority where like the PPCs gained a shit ton of seats and they kind of act like the kingmaker. So depending on whether who comes out with the most seats, whether it's conservatives or liberals, you're going to see like a a coalition situation where either the conservatives have to party up, like partner up with the PPC or the liberals are going to, you know, utilize the, the NDP to push themselves over the top. So either way, I think you're either going to have like a, a right-leaning coalition government or like, you know, the, the hard left-leaning coalition government. Very interesting. Tyson, do you have any kind of different predictions too? Uh, I really, I'm not really qualified for that. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you're too optimistic about the whole outcome either, but at least you're, at least you're trying, dude. I mean, that's all you guys can do, man. Like, and it's discouraging when you're just like, you know, like the, it, it sounds corny to bring up, but like the analogy of the bug's life or a bug's life, that, that movie, dude, where it's like all these little ants and each one of us are ants and we're fighting these grasshoppers that are much bigger than us, but there's way less. And, you know, seeing that Australian video today of the the people just finally having enough and just trampling these fucking cuck police yeah, officers. One guy there, he's like, I swear he speared like four or five cops and like just runs <laughs> I took out four or five of them. It was great. Yeah, dude. That's and that's that's beautiful, dude. And I I support the police officers here, especially in the United States. But if cops start doing that kind of shit, oh, yeah. like down in Australia, dude, they're 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 Gestapo for sure, and they know it. Yeah, then fuck them. Pretty good. Like the the, the RCMP have uh, a lot of the cops up here. Like they're very similar to kind of down in the states where you know they tend to be a little more right leaning. They're from the prairies and shit. Like they're you know they grew up on farms. Um, the RCMP's changed a lot. I'd say the past ten years, like when my dad was growing up, they said you'd be able to, you know, get pulled over with all your buddies with a passing a ball around the vehicle. The cops can be like, okay, you know, put the bottle in the trunk, and uh, which one is the drunkest you're driving? And they're like, he's drunk, you're driving home, right? They, the RCMP were like, they, they were way more uh, laid back. I said over the past ten years, they they've really pushed, turned up the 
you know, the police state, they've given them uh, the military equipment, um, given them far more, uh, you know, leniency and what, they, what they're allowed to get away with. Wait, what the fuck are you? So you're saying that this is in Canada? Yeah. And the cops would just go around drinking. And this was 10 years ago? No, no, no. no. Oh, man, I was growing up like back in the, you know, the 70s. Okay. Like pulled over drinking and driving. He was like, okay, put the bottle in the trunk and which one you use the least drunk you're driving. Okay. Whereas now. You know, they're towing your vehicle. You're getting uh, DUI. You're spending, like, arrested. Yeah. So like, there's a there's a lot more of a, an interference, I think, and there's a lot more of a, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of shit more by the book. So that's the kind of, you get that, that that drone mentality of a police state. They're not able to use their discretion, right? Well, dude, and that's something about like the Mothers Against Drunk Driving. I don't know if you guys have that there, but we have this this organization called the Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Yeah. And, and you know. Yeah, drunk driving is stupid, right? But every everyone that drinks has drunk driven drunk. And yeah. how many people have been killed? So, I understand the idea like yes, if I had a child and they were to to, you know, be murdered by by a vehicle or by a, a, an asshole drunk. State. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like what's the percentage of people that have driven drunk and killed someone, right? Uh, most of them just kill themselves. They fall asleep behind the wheel and they fucking drive off a fucking cliff or they hit a telephone pole, right? And that's a tragedy too. But uh, I mean, that's Darwinism. I mean, I, it, it can happen to a lot of people. But yeah, dude, there's something to be said about all of this, like, you know, these, these, this frog in the pot idea where you're just slowly getting more tyrannical shit. The Mothers Against Drunk Driving shuts down uh, being able to have a couple beers or a couple shots and then drive. I'm not saying go and drink a couple bottles and then drive, but you know, what the fuck are we talking about? And then up here, like I think the the legal limit is like 0.3 or 0.05 or something. Like literally you can have one beer and uh, lose your license for like, you know, five years. Jesus. This, what is like, what they do though, is that they, they, they kind of, you know, magnify in on a problem and then they come up with like an exuberant, you know, overstepping uh, solution to that problem. And they, sure. and they sell it. So that's how they've been like, you know, increasing the bureaucracy and increasing the, uh, the amount of rules and laws that they can implement and people to slowly kind of get used to it where they're more and more aspects of their life are under the thumb. And like, you know, there's more stuff you can't do. Cause you know, before you used to go in the back country or I could drive five minutes from my shop and be out in the back country, you could fire off your shotgun and shit. No problem. Like no one cares. But in the past few years, since the liberals taken in, like they've shut down so many of the places you used to go, you used to go in the back country so it's that globalist agenda to keep people out of the, uh, you know, out of nature and uh, force into the cities. Well, That's look a- at the grab they just went on too. They're taking freaking twenty twos and shotguns, like little, like sixteen gauge shotguns. That whole thing was a false flag for sure, man. Like you have like twenty some people apparently murdered. Like no one knows their names. Like apparently the guy that did it was driving around in an RCMP car, according to. Yeah. The- and like that, that literally within two days of this you know, major event being blasted across the airways, it was. Dusted under the rug. Yeah, the guy was the guy died from the shootout with the police. And what's here's, RCMP? Like he was driving around in a marked RCMP car. What is RCMP? That's like in- National Police Force. So the guy's driving around in a marked cop car, like with the lights on it and like the fucking decals and stuff. And was wow. shoot, apparently randomly just going up into houses and shooting everybody in the house and like driving down the road doing it again. And he was like some dentist or some shit. <laughs> It was 20 people were murdered and like nobody uh nobody caught this guy apparently he was on like a rampage for 12 hours or 18 hours in this small town 
And then within a few days, like it just disappeared from the news cycle and the liberals had like a thousand page uh, gun legislation ready to go. It sounds a lot like fucking 9-11, dude. No, I said just a total false flag, right? So whatever it was, they just create this giant, you know, hype scenario, freak everybody out, and then they, within days, they're throwing out this massive legislation to uh, to ban all uh, like semi-automatic firearms, pretty much. There's like thousands of guns that are now suddenly illegal, and they traced most of those guns back. He had, and they all came from the states. Yeah, I said the whole the whole story is like the things fabricated in my in my eyes. There's like there's something so awry. There. It's very similar to the Vegas thing, right? Where you get this you know ridiculous story happening and. You know, the event happened, but, like, the story to go around it is completely fabricated. Yeah, Stephen Paddock, this old (laughs) fucking dude, being able to bring up all these guns and kill all these people by himself. And then his wife was out of the country, just happened to leave the country right before. And, I mean, yeah, the black helicopters and all the anomalies around that. There's there's a print or whatever. What is that? That one prince that was there that they were trying to take out. Saudi Arabian royalty, yeah fascinating and it's just like dude there's there's i think that we can boil everything down to they don't want us to have guns they don't want us to be able to eat meat or healthy food they want us to take vaccines and um i mean i don't know do they want us to all be liberal or do they i mean uh, do they want us to be globalists i don't understand the right people like kind of forgotten the difference between the left and the right wing the right wing is you know less control all the way out you have you know anarchy which is no rulers and the left you know, more government uh, centralization of power, more control all the way out. You have monarchy, one person in control. So like, you know, the left and the right are kind of a pull. Do we need more, uh, you know, government involvement on this issue or not? No, we need like what my brother's buddy says. We need a common sense party. (laughs) No shit, dude. I thought that that's what the fucking Republicans were here, but they're not, man. You know, they're not at all. Like, I was I was pretty liberal growing up in high school and stuff and like in in middle school like I was like yeah police suck and um, (laughs) all this shit. My cousin, my old co-host, he was saying like um, if you're if you're young and you're liberal, you I'm sorry if you're young and conservative you don't have a heart and if you're old and liberal you don't have a job. That's I mean that's pretty fucking pretty fucking accurate in my opinion. You know what I mean? So. I don't know, dude. It's just, there's something something wrong with uh, with the way that things are the 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 bipedal system of uh, of politics and everything. But it is what it is, man. So uh, so final final predictions here, Daryl. What's going to happen with the election it, tomorrow? We're going to see. Uh, you know, it's a, I'm hoping for a you know conservative minority and like a, the PPC to gain a shit ton of seats. I don't think they have enough to great grab it like the especially in the city centers like they're going to lose to more of the left-wing parties the liberals or the ndp um but i think what you're going to see is a probably a conservative minority with uh with, with a pvc you know coming in a third to possibly back them up or what you're going to see is like i said the, the fix is in and you're going to see a, a liberal minority with the ndp backing them up so ggping 2021 that's what it is yeah, I think if, if Trudeau does win, though, I think people that's going to cause an even greater revolt. Because just when in our province here recently, when they brought in, they brought masks back and uh, vaccine passports in within like two days of each other. And I think before like in, in the in the social groups, I noticed it was probably like thirty percent against it all that were like you know standing up, and seventy percent like either were for it or just didn't really give a shit. And then since they brought the mass and the vax pass back, I think it's like almost on a complete 180. I bet you probably have like, you know, 60, 70% against it all now and only 30 in support. 
So which is good because a lot of those people that were sitting in that middle ground, like they finally have, uh, you know, be kicked in the ass enough that they're starting to you know, pick a side. Very interesting. Tyson, what are your thoughts? Final predictions here. I'm with Daryl. I hope the conservatives get in and the PPC have enough to help them out. But I, I don't know. I'm thinking Trudeau will somehow wiggle his way back in there and fucking run us into China's fucking mouth. <laughs> Fuck, man. I hope, uh, I hope the conservatives definitely, I, th- I hope that Trudeau's out, dude. I, he's scary to me and I'm not even in that country. Um, and and it, it, how humiliating is it that that we have to call someone like Trudeau a cuck like him? Fucking scary. It's not because of what he is. It's because of his, the people that back him and the the entities that are behind him. Um, this dude is the softest motherfucker. Can't even walk the streets without getting cussed out or yelled at or or scared. And you see, yeah, you can see how scared he is when when he gets confronted. That my favorite one was that dude. It was like a dude with a long hair looked like someone that would be voting for Trudeau. Long hair, hippie looking dude. He's like, "Hey man, can we take a picture?" And he's clearly taking a video. And he he gets him in the frame, and he's like, "Commie fuck!" And the guy just walks <laughs> away, dude. That you was know what I mean? Yeah, that was great. And it's just like you don't see that with Bernier. You don't, and and that's you know as as ignorant as me as an American is. That's the only other candidate that I know. Yeah, um, but man. <laughs> It's grassroots, uh, like following man. Like, you see, not one of the other leaders is actually drawing a crowd when they go places. Sure, like, like Trudeau, the only crowd he's drawing is like his opposition, like there to cuss him out and chase him down the block. Yeah, Whereas, so the O'Toole, the conservative leader, like the guy's you know, he's Trudeau 2.0, like the guy's the globalist puppet as well. He's just like you know, pretending to be uh, you know, more of a, a right wing guy, but they said he's, he's gonna p- push the same agenda, like all those establishment parties are all going to be you know, marching to the same beat. The only one that's not marching to that beat, as it would appear, would be the PPC. And I said, like, the amount of, you know, falling, like I said, there's, there's thousands of people at that guy's rallies now, and he, he can walk down the street and people are uh, cheering for him. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, man. They're going to find some way to, like, just try to screw him out of it. Like I said, he, he got Bernie before, and I said, there might be a chance that they'll try to pull something like that again on him. Because they've already, he's been blocked. They won't even cover him in the media. He's, he's excluded from the debates. Yeah, you don't see him anywhere. Yeah, getting arrested and stuff uh, I've seen. So, <laughs> that Fuck, was man. <laughs> What's that? Wasn't that in Manitoba too? I think so. Yeah, I think he yeah. said that to me. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a shit show, man. But we'll see, man. I think that, uh, like I said, I, I I stand behind my idea that the tide's turning. I think that as long as we stay vocal and we start, uh, you know, trying to educate other people. Um, and dude, I'm not against fucking getting a little bit crazy with the liberals man that's what they do to us i'm not saying the politicians necessarily but the people dude like you know shame these motherfuckers fuck the people that vote for trudeau honestly fuck every single one of them because it's stupid you gotta stop catering to them. like i said there's a lot of people around here like everyone like a lot of guys i know like you know they're oh they'll wear the mask because they don't want to have a problem or they don't want some fucking you know some beta you know trying to give them shit like, I, I've never worn a mask. I've been going to the grocery store all the time around here. And you get a few people that'll try to like say something to you. The store manager's, oh, do you have a mask, sir? It's like, no, I don't. Yeah. Actually, I print out the rules like uh, in BC, our number one rule, I think there's exemptions for people with mental, uh, physical, or cognitive conditions that cannot wear a mask. So I walk around with that printed out and highlighted. So if anybody <laughs> says anything, I walk up and I'm like, I have a cognitive condition. Dude, you should, <laughs> you should go around wearing a helmet. 
like you're disabled, like wear a helmet. When people say, yeah, you have to put your mask on, I tell them to put a traffic cone on their head. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, dude, that's fucking awesome, man. Well, yeah. People say, like, if they'll ask, oh, where's your mask? It's like, I'll I'll play oblivious, right? Like, oh, for what? And they're like, oh, for COVID. I was like, oh, sorry, I don't believe the conspiracy theories. And then their fucking head explodes because they're like, they're, they're so programmed. If you try to go against like the rules that have been laid out for them, that's when they get conflictive. So if you can pull out the rule book and like point to the rule you're following, now suddenly like, you know, they, they got no ground to stand on and like they, they just short circuit because like it, it goes against, uh, you know, they're trying to go after people breaking the rules. So if you can show them you're following a rule, suddenly they don't know what to do. That's a fucking great idea. That's a great idea, dude. Same with Tyson, how you're pulling out the rule book too, dude. I mean, like you guys are trying to trying to act like you're being defiant or going against it. You gotta you gotta undermine them. Like you, you gotta basically take their programming and find out what they're gonna how they're gonna answer a question or like what they're gonna go after and just be able to flip it on them. As soon as you do that, they just they, they don't know what to do because it's all they're doing is regurgitating propaganda and just repeating what they're told. So if you know what they're gonna repeat and you can find a way to like you know fuck that up on them then they don't know what to do. And like, it just kind of falls right there. Hey, Daryl, have you heard about that human rights uh, complaint thing? Like if you get turned away from a business for not wearing a mask or not being vaccinated, you take down who turns you away, which company you get the human rights. Right. You got to find out who these people are that are enforcing this shit. Like some of the local breweries and stuff around here in the gyms. Like I know some people that manage the gyms and some are, aren't willing to, not uh, not do this like they're not asking any questions they're not going to implement to pass and like how they're trying to get this through is they're getting the, the local governments to find them based on bylaws so some of these, these small businesses like they're just complying because they don't want to get these fines from the city sure they're, they're, they're on no grounds anyway so like you don't even have to pay it but like i said it's, it's a fear and intimidation right they're just going after people's pocketbooks it's kind of the same tactic they use with the guys at atlas gym they're out in new jersey with ian smith and stuff mm-hmm. you know? It's, it's it's a financial threat to crush your business out but like those guys managed to survive because you know, they're they're in the right and i think a lot of people are going to start doing that around here too they're going to like they're going to realize either we implement what the government wants and people are going to boycott our business and we're going to you know slowly collapse or we can you know choose to stand up and that's that's going to be what people are going to be faced with like you're either going to have to stop playing along and you know, decide what means more to you to, to follow the government rules and uh, lose your business that way or to take a chance and defy them and you know, possibly you know, grow your business. Very interesting, man. I think, uh, fuck, dude. We'll see what happens tomorrow, guys. I'm going to be watching it. I recommend everyone watch it. Uh, yeah. Guys, pl- yeah, dude. Yeah, guys, plug your stuff here. Tyson, uh, you, you just started a new page where you're sharing uh, more conspiratorial things, lots of Tartaria, lots of cool stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, both of you guys plug away. Tyson, I'll start with you, man. Well, my the Instagram Ryan was just talking about is uh, at the underscore crazy underscore Canuck and a C A N U K. And yeah, like Ryan said, it's all like Tartaria, flat Earth, just conspiracy more. So it's not very big, but whatever. Yeah, you just started it though, and it's it's yeah. growing. It's really good content, honestly. Thanks, and then. Man. Yeah, for sure, dude. And uh, and thank you for hopping on, Tyson. Uh, Daryl, what about you, man? Plug away, dude. Only social media I use is Instagram, and it's just my name, Daryl Trent. And you post some good stuff, too. Daryl is spelled uh, a little different than we oh, spell it here. In this- T-R-E-N-T. Yeah, mostly it's just uh, I don't post too much on there. It's mostly in my stories. Whatever uh, the, the current event is, I'll, I'll counter the narrative. 
Yeah, dude, you ought to start a different page too with just conspiracy stuff so you don't get yourself incriminated with anything. Because, uh, yeah, dude, I try <laughs> to encourage everyone to, if you're not starting a podcast, start some some kind of uh, truth uh, you know, page of some sort just to just to make it so that they know that our numbers are way bigger than theirs are, dude. There's more Trump voters. There's more Bernier supporters. There's more people out there that are supporting truth and freedom than there is uh, fucking uh, tyranny and, and globalism and not bullshit. So I appreciate you guys both hopping on. Uh, God bless the USA. God bless Canada. Uh, let's see where we can go here, guys. Um, best of luck to, to Canada in the coming days here.